Clancy Pasta presents Never Go Out on Cloudy Days, written by Doom Dragon 682. In my hometown, there's one rule everyone follows. Never go out when it looks like it's going to rain. It sounds like common sense to not go out in the rain, but for some reason, it's treated like a law in my town. It's even taught in schools. There's signs all over town. The local news will even tell you to not go outside. And not only that, you can't even look outside if it's really bad. I tried to open the curtains once, just to see what it looked like, when my father yanked me away and threw them shut. It was one of the only times he yelled at me. It was on one such cloudy day that me and my cousin Dylan, he was about 10 and I was 14, sat playing board games in my room. Our parents had gone out to some kind of party, and we were stuck alone with Monopoly and the like. We would have been playing on my game system, but an unfortunate accident involving my half-asleep father and a forgotten roller skate had rendered it broken. I had just collected $200 from passing go when Dylan rolled onto his back and proclaimed a phrase that's second nature to young children. I'm bored. I looked up at him. Well, if you want, we can watch TV. He sighed loudly. There's nothing good on TV. I hate being cooped up inside. Why can't we go outside anyway? Because it's cloudy, I responded while organizing my paper money. He sat up and looked at me. And why's that? I looked up at him. What do you mean? I mean, why can't we go out because it's cloudy? It's not like rain is going to kill you. I shrugged. Let's ask our parents when they get back. He let out a long, exasperated sigh, and I internally sighed. He was not going to let this go. I looked at him. And let's go look out the window. He perked up at that. Really? Let's go. He rushed upstairs, and I followed. I didn't really share his enthusiasm or curiosity. What's the worst that would happen? At most, it would probably just rain and he'd complain some more. As we got upstairs and went to the window, he was practically bouncing with excitement. I opened the thick curtains on the window a crack. I was afraid of a neighbor seeing and telling my parents. And the scene that greeted me was exactly what I suspected. Nothing. It was the usual street, just devoid of people taking their pets for a walk or cars driving around. The sky was dark and gray, the clouds hanging so low they almost looked like they touched the tops of the trees in the distance. As I looked at it, I saw some patches that were slightly darker than the rest. I didn't think much of it, must just be a weird weather phenomenon. Dylan looked for a while before he started to shift and looked at me. Nothing's happening. I shrugged. I told you, it probably won't even rain, it hardly does around here, even when it's as cloudy as it is now. He sighed and looked out again, then paused. What's that? I looked up and out the window to whatever he was pointing at. For a moment, I didn't know what he meant, then I noticed it. It was some kind of cord dangling from the sky. It was thick, about the thickness of a power line, and it just hung there unmoving. When I tried following it up with my eyes, I saw it just led into the clouds. Dylan started walking towards the door, and I stopped him. What are you doing? I want to go see what it is. It's a cord, 
that's all. But where does it lead? I didn't have an answer to that one. Maybe it was connected to a weather balloon? But if that's the case, wouldn't it be floating around? Before I could stop him, Dylan opened the door and ran out. I stood in the doorway and watched him. A part of me wanted to chase after him, but another part was scared. And it wasn't just the fear of being caught and getting in trouble. It was some kind of deep primal fear. My brain kept telling me something was wrong and that I should run inside and hide. Before I could decide what to do, Dylan made it to the cord and looked it up and down. He turned to me and yelled, It looks slimy! I blinked at that. Slimy? What kind of power cord is slimy? Maybe it just looks slimy? I was about to call him in when suddenly he reached out and grabbed it. As soon as he did, I froze. I don't know what I expected to happen, but for some reason I was scared, like I expected it to shock him or something. But nothing happened. He turned to me and yelled again, It feels weird! By this point, I was deeply unsettled and called for him to come inside. I saw him roll his eyes and turn to me. Fine, whatever. He started to walk towards me, but didn't let go of the cord. I called for him to let it go, and he turned to it and looked confused. I saw him shake his hand a few times, but the cord never left his hand. But now he looked panicked and started to flail about. It won't come off. It won't let go of my hand. It's stuck. I was about to step out of my doorway and run to help him when, suddenly, before I could even process what was happening, he flew straight up into the air. I was frozen in place as I watched him get pulled further and further up towards the clouds, kicking and screaming for help. And then, just before he vanished from sight, I saw something that froze the blood in my veins. Four long, segmented legs slowly descended from the clouds and grabbed Dylan. As I watched, they wrapped him in the same cord that had trapped him and retreated into the clouds into the same dark spot I saw earlier, which began to move before my eyes, quickly making its way to the horizon and out of sight. When my parents returned home, they found me curled on the floor in the basement. There were no signs of Dylan. When I explained what I saw, I expected them to say I was lying or I had had a nightmare. Instead, they looked at each other sadly and told me it was going to be okay. The next time I saw Dylan's parents was a few days later. I was in my room when I heard crying downstairs in the living room. I slowly made my way to the stairs and peeked into the living room. I saw Dylan's mom and dad, my aunt and uncle, sitting on the couch. My aunt was crying while my uncle tried to comfort her. I quietly went back upstairs. I couldn't face them. It's been years since then. I've since moved out of my hometown and into a city. I live a pretty normal life and keep to myself, but I still haven't completely recovered from what I saw. I never go out when it's cloudy. I don't know if what I saw was confined to only my town or if there are more, but I also never fly on planes because I'm terrified of what I'll see if I'm on the other side of the clouds.
Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed tonight's story. If you did, make sure to check out more of the author's work in the episode description and go to youtube.com slash clancypasta to hear new episodes first. And if you'd like your story featured in an episode, feel free to email it to clancypastastories at gmail.com. You can always get your creepy cool merch at teespring.com slash stores slash clancypasta store. And I hope you all have a great night. Cheers. <laughs>